morning, Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains, friends from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop, here on another wonderful, wild Wednesday. Friends, today is Torch Report 247. We will be talking about the power of grit and pure determination, reflecting upon the American principles and the reasons we must never give up. Up. But I want to start out with just a vague question. What do you know? You know, you walk up to some friends. Hey, man, what do you know? What's going on? And I love that opening question because it always sparks some interesting conversation. The banter is always entertaining, to say the least. And I would love very much to be able to ask each of you face to face. So what do you know? You know, and then just listen, just learn. I would really like to know where you're at. What's going on in your world? What's on your radar? What is most important? Uh, How do you feel about the direction of our country? All that kind of stuff. Uh, Because it seems like no matter who I talk to, and I do have the great honor to talk to a lot of people, there is a, a great concern about the future of our country. If there was anything such as consensus, it's that people are concerned about the future of our country. And Democrats are concerned, and Republicans are concerned, and Libertarians are concerned, but we're all concerned for different reasons, you see. Democrats are concerned about the future of our country because of climate change. And what and what if Trump gets reelected? You know? <laughs> Republicans are concerned about the future of our country because of the child grooming, the perverted curriculum, and, and what if Trump gets reelected? <laughs> yeah, The independent libertarian types are concerned about the future of our country because of the corrupt political establishment, the astronomical national debt, and of course, what if Trump gets (laughs) reelected? You see the patterns here, I'm sure, friends. Now, I know that those are very broad and generalized statements, and I do realize that you, my friends in this listening audience, do not likely fit into any of these three boxes because you, my friend, are a rogue. You are a rebel. You are a free and independent thinker. You are an American and you come from a long line of red-blooded Americans who care about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. You can see what's going on and you know that it's wrong and you're ready for change but the question is how? How? How now do we resist when resist we must? Friends, how are we going to get ourselves out of this mess? How are we going to come back to a point of realizing there's more that we have in common, there's more that unites us than that divides us. Hey, did you guys catch that story about the uh, the guy, the coach for the U.S. World Cup soccer team? There, he's out there, and he just has a, a plain shirt that says "States." It's not the United States. There's you know, all the countries of the world are running around waving their flags, like "Yeah, yeah, we're Brazilian. Yeah, yeah, we're Argentinian. Yeah, yeah, we're African, but we're not. Yeah, yeah, we're we're Americans over there. That we're just states. We're not the United States. We're just states. And I think it's a statement. And I think that guy's a schmuck. And somebody should pull that shirt over his head and punch him in the face, good old fashioned American style, hockey style. At any rate, uh, I digress. That wasn't in the uh, <laughs> in the notes to. Today, it was just something I say I saw in the news out there. So we are in a mess, a political mess that's still playing out. The political circus is still playing out uh, with our voting, our, our rigged elections and all that. And how so, you know, are we going to be able to vote ourselves out of this mess is a great conversation to have with your friends and family this Thanksgiving. Uh, there's 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 reason to believe that we might get one more shot in 2024 uh, to vote ourselves out of this mess. But based on the last two election cycles, I would say that the Dems, uh, they pretty much have the elections in the bag. You know, they, they've like Obama said, you know, the election 
voting machines are the problem. And if we can control that, they've got it in the bag and that's what they have. That's uh, based on the last two election cycles. I don't know. You know, they've proven that it doesn't really matter who votes as much as it matters who counts the votes. Uh, But that said, I am an optimist. You know, there there is still a chance. There is always a chance that if we the people rise up en masse, get our neighbors fired up, go out and have a freaking tailgate party at the election polls next election, you know, let's camp out for a week ahead of time. You know, I think it, we can overwhelm their underestimation of the American people and the American spirit. They underestimate our grit, our tenacity and our determination to get this country back on track. So there is still hope for the next presidential election. It's a long shot. It will require a great deal of concerted effort of intelligent strategies and hard damn work. But don't toss voting out the window just yet. Because if we toss voting out the window and we think, oh, we're not going to be able to vote ourselves out of this, what's, you know, what alternatives do we have, friends? Really? What alternatives do we have than to play the game of democracy with a bunch of freaking morons and win? That's what we got to do, right? We're not going to win by playing patty cake with these guys. We're going to win by outworking them, outsmarting them, outthinking them and all of that. But, you know, what alternatives do we have? That brings up lots of questions. And while you ruminate... On other potentials, friends, as I know that you are, you're not stupid, you're smart, and you see what's going on here. You know, do not lose sight of what we're up against. When you're thinking about how do we overcome a corrupt political establishment, do not lose sight of the fact that it's not just the entrenched political establishment that's steamrolling the American people. It's not just the party bosses and the union bosses and the media mobsters that are fleecing we the people, fleecing us with platitudes and social programming. You know, people are just going along with it because we are facing a coordinated global effort to enslave humanity in a global surveillance state. And that is a fact that is not going to go away anytime soon. So even if we the people are able to reclaim the reins of our representative government in the next election, we're still facing the global cabal, okay? The global forces like the World Bank and the IMF and the WEF and the UN and the WHO and the EU et al. All of these guys are in cahoots with big tech and big pharma and the medical industrial complex and the OGMIC and, of course, the plethora of billionaire-backed NGOs who are all working together, working together to advance a common agenda, a socialist progressive agenda, the regressive progressive socialist agenda, better yet, uh, but they literally call it our common agenda. And I know we talked about it, uh, referenced it many times in other episodes here, but the link there in the Torch Report today does go to our common agenda. If you want to brush up on what they're really working toward here, uh, it is nothing less than repackaged socialism meant to centralize control into their evil, money-grubbing, greedy hands. That is it. You know, they sell it as altruism. Oh, the sustainable development goals is going to make everything equal and fair. Our common agenda means everybody's going to do great and thrive as a uh, transhumanist, a hacked transhuman in future Earth. (laughs) You know, they they sell it as altruism and and the useful idiots, of course, go along with it. We know enough to know that this is nothing new. But now, now they are using weaponized AI and sentinel surveillance and algorithmic social interventions, which is a big F 
effing deal, but <laughs> even this is really just a 21st century twist on the commie mind control tactics that have been being used for centuries. Uh, they've been doing it for years, and so this is new, but not new. You know, It's like they're using new tools to deploy the same tactics, if that makes sense. But there is one new element in this timeless struggle between good and evil that I think is imperative to point out, and that would be the pace of change. You heard probably recently that the world is actually spinning faster. You know, it's faster and faster and faster, you know, and things are happening faster now. Maybe it's because the world's turning faster. I don't think that that's it, but, you know, faster and faster, we are, in fact, cascading toward chaos. All of the aspects of the common agenda, of the globalist agenda, are being accelerated. The, the sustainable development goals are being accelerated. Adaptation is being accelerated. Social programming is being accelerated. Mental health deterioration and total mental collapse is being accelerated because, 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 because of the wonderful thing they does. No, <laughs> because uh, there's a bunch of freaking commies taking over the world. Uh, I had to say it. I just had to let it out. Now. Imagine for a second, a little hypothetical thought experiment here. Just take a deep breath ah, and imagine falling asleep in a car. You're having a nice dream, you know, and, and then slowly you notice your body kind of shifting like you're going around a corner, but it's tossed to one side. It's not enough to wake you up or, or disturb your dream. You know, it's, 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 it's enough to stir you, but not enough to wake you up completely. And you want to re-enter the dream. You're trying to get comfortable again. You know, the car's moving around. You want to get back to your resting and relaxing. And you're just about settled in when all of a sudden, you know, you sense yourself floating up through the air very rapidly and your survival instinct snaps open your eyes and you're horrified and shocked to find yourself flying off a cliff. And it's way too late, friends, to hit the brakes. You see, you see the ocean is fast approaching. It was a cliff and ah, you're going down really fast. Oh, no, what's going to happen? Ah, each second feels like eternity as your mind races to embrace for impact. You know, you got to figure out, I put my feet on the dashboard. Maybe I will go fly through the window. I don't know. You realize that even in free fall, you still have choices to make choices that may save your life. There's no easy way out. You can't stop what's in motion. You're going to crash. You're going to hit the ocean, but you still might survive. You might stay alive if you can just keep your wits, if you can just keep your wits, if you can control the urge to panic, if you can focus your mind and harness your adrenaline, if you can muster the courage and summon the calm, if you can do that. You will remain the master of your fate, the captain of your soul, no matter how it plays out. At least you are still alive. At least you still have a chance. It's not over until it's over. And so you never give up. Never give up, friends. Now, look around the world. We see people in China desperately and violently fighting back against oppressive lockdowns at the Foxconn. Uh, you know, they've got millions and millions of people. They've just been locking them down. And let's not forget that Dr. Fauci said they're doing it right over there. But it's not just China. We see people in Brazil desperately and violently fighting back against corrupt elections and a total socialist takeover of their country. We see people in every corner of the world united in a struggle against global tyranny, fighting for the right to be free, desperate to be respected as human beings. 
Friends, I don't know if you knew it or not, but there are currently over 400 significant anti-government protests. That's a quote-unquote significant anti-government protest. Over 400 all around the world. They've just erupted everywhere. You know, it's a global phenomenon. And I have to ask you, do you think this is just a coincidence? We're going to have a hung election and a civil war, says Bill Gates. Is that just a coincidence? You know, you must understand, friends, and I believe that you do, but we have to help our friends understand, too, that the Great Reset is a global phenomenon. They have to destroy all aspects of existing society, all aspects of existing social order to institute the great socialist surveillance state. Okay, But the Great Reset, this global phenomenon, is being orchestrated by global leaders to institute global governance and global digital currency in order to enslave humanity in a global socialist surveillance state. That's what we're up against. Elections will come and go, but this evil impulse to control the whole of humanity is not going away. And within that context, having the United States maintain its status as a global superpower is really not part of the plan. You've heard me say it a million times. Pain is part of the plan. But having the United States stay on top, that's not part of the plan. Uh, dollar, uh, the dollar dominance, that's not part of the plan. Okay. So when you read uh, things like the uh, Common Agenda, when the globalists are talking about inclusive multilateralism – you know, what they're really getting at is communism on a global scale. In their minds, we are the bourgeois, the global elites, including many of our own politicians who are in on the plan. They have been undermining U.S. sovereignty for decades. They have been taxing hardworking Americans to build socialist infrastructure all around the world, all under the auspice of building up democracy. This has been going on. We've been asleep at the wheel. We didn't realize it. And so now we're off the cliff and we're free falling going, what's going to happen when we hit the water? Okay, we're going to have to figure out how to bust out the window. We're going to have to figure out how to, you know, take a big, big, deep breath and then swim our way up to the top. We're going to have to get out of this mess. It's going to require grit, tenacity, determination, ingenuity, you know, going to have to use our imagination to come up with some creative problems to solve uh, creative solutions to solve the collective problems that we face, shall we say. But if you think about the fact that Joe Biden just agreed to pay $1 billion in climate reparations uh, to these developing nations like China and you know, these corrupt African plutocracies, you know, this is nothing less than the redistribution of wealth, is it not? You know, again, it's communism at a global scale. And in a forum, a global forum like the UN, class warfare between nations is being used to systematically dismantle our once great nation. They've been taking us apart bit by bit for decades. And I just want to, you know, I want to think about, I want you to think about the, the globalist element here. You know, when they get together and they say, oh, there's hundreds of nations getting together. Well, now our nation is being outvoted by the majority of nations. Does that make sense? So they can say, oh, you know, we've got, you know, 97 nations say that the U.S. should pay repar reparations. And look, well, we we as the UN, we uh, we uh, we support an uh, equal voice for everybody. Everybody has a chance in, and to have uh, their say, and, and and it's only fair if we listen to the the group of African nations that are demanding more money from America. You know, you see what I'm saying there? They use the same mob mentality. At the global level, that's what these global organizations are doing, and they're using that against the American uh, – we the people ultimately, but against American sovereignty. Now, 
the most insidious part of all of this is the mental manipulation that has conditioned the masses to embrace all the changes that are taking place, even demand them. We have to save the planet from climate catastrophe, you know, or at the very least, uh, they, they condition people to accept that this is an inevitable. You know, yeah, we got global problems, so we're going to have to have global governance, you know. But again, you know, this 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 insidious mental manipulation that's been going on and and people are waking up to and, and rallying against right now, but it's been going on for a long time. This is the result of historically documented and scientifically substantiated communist mind control techniques. I put two links in the article there, uh, just kind of snatched them out of the special report that I've been working on. I want that to be a thorough report, friends. For the Patriot Club members, that's going to come out so you have time to read this and share this. Uh, on this communist brainwashing and mind control techniques. But again, documented, uh, scientifically substantiated. These techniques are out there. They've been used. They know how to use them. And now they're using the 21st century tools to implement them. Uh, and I just also want to add that the the all the CRT stuff, all the LGBTQ plus agenda, all this queer agenda stuff, this is – ultimately an, an extension of it's just another iteration of they are deploying the same tactics these commie mind control techniques they're deploying the same tactics to divide and conquer and these strategies are being used all over the world <laughs> let that sink in you know it's uh, humanity as a whole that's being enslaved. People are being enslaved in their own minds. They are being conditioned to accept servitude, to be good humans and do what they're told. People are being taught to believe that anyone who resists assimilation is a threat to peace and stability. Anyone who even remotely challenges the authority of the state is a violent extremist. People who question the narrative are conspiracy theorists. You know, People like you and I, friends, we must be suffering from oppositional defiance disorder. Remember, you know, there's something wrong with us if we want to just breathe free as human beings and do our own thing and go our, you know, go our own way, live and let live and all of that. Thus, the greatest challenge that we face as a country ultimately is the loss of identity, the loss of the ideals that used to define us as a nation. We are a nation of free and independent beings. Our forefathers fought to the death to cast off the crown and declare that we the people are free from oppressive central government. We have a legacy to uphold, friends. And though it might be a bit grandiose, I do in fact believe that the world is watching us. Many people are looking to us, waiting for us as a nation to cowboy up, friends. Who among us will rise to the challenge? Who among us is ready to make a stand. Only time will tell. And in the meantime, while we're all enjoying the bounties of being an American, while we're celebrating all the little things with family and friends, relaxing and indulging for this Thanksgiving holiday, let's remind each other of what it means to be an American. Because I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. Friends, we must remind each other of the grit, the tenacity, and the determination that it takes to preserve the blessings of liberty. Let's remind each other that life is not fair, that it's not going to be easy, that we're going to have to suck it up and drive on. Let's not be like the Scottish voters over there in the UK. I don't know if you caught this. The Scottish voters just asked the crown for the right to vote for their own independence, and they got shot down. You see, it's settled. 
settled. The UK Supreme Court decided this issue it was not an issue. The Scots must do what they told. They belong to the crown, and they certainly do not have the right to vote for their own independence. Think about that. It's just nuts, friends. Let's not go the way of the Scots. Americans do not ask for independence. We demand it. We defend it. We are born free, and that was an issue that was settled a long time ago. Now, friends, it seems high time for us to offer the reminder that we will live free or die because that is the battle cry of the American spirit and that is the American way. Friends, that is the message of my heart for today. <sighs> I hope you have a very happy Thanksgiving. Friends, if you're enjoying this podcast, please do me the great honor. Take the time. Click that little heart and give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And above all else, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this wonderful Wednesday. Have a very thankful, thoughtful Thanksgiving with your family and friends. Please know that I am very grateful for each and every one of you, and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.